Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hi. That was almost the THX, you know, audio thing. <laughs> That's our new no. That's our new intro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So last time uh, you guys got out the goat, and uh, Aaron had a flashback, sort of teleport to the island of um, Manassa. Don't call it a flashback. I'm assuming that this is. I was there the whole time. All right. So I get that reference. Um. Uh, you went back to Manassa and uh, Griselda and Okra and uh, Father Teresa, a.k.a. Terry, um, helped Teresa. get the remaining orc refugees off of the island and onto a ship and out of there. Um, one of the housekeeping things I had was, how much did you tell the rest of the party about what happened? I don't really remember, or if you guys got around to that. I know you started to tell them, and then Kira was like, it's bedtime. And um, that's about what I remember. Um, I don't remember anything either. I don't, rem- I don't remember. Because um, you had another whole day like before you guys left. So I I'm just like curious like what Arn would have told them. asked a couple of questions about the orcs. So I'm pretty sure they got through at least that much. Yeah, and I was also trying to find someone to go there. So I feel like I told them as much as I could. But okay. that it probably most of it wasn't very clear to them. Right. All right. Um, Zev, could you just roll a quick history check? Twelve. Okay. That's not plus anything? Nope. All right. Actually, I have to add my intelligence modifier. Yeah. Ten. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, your mother uh, had told you some things about the orcs, but most of it was relegated to things that happened kind of in her lifetime uh, on Lamoche. So it, it wasn't really anything that clicked with you about anything in Arn's story, I guess. Can I... Um, ask a housekeeping question. Yeah. Are we ever going to level up again? Never. It actually hasn't been that long. It feels like it has. <laughs> you guys leveled up in Albergula. Right after that. It still feels like it's been a very long time. It's probably been about five We've sessions. We've been in a goat since then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, probably some I've changed sometime. a lot. I've changed a lot since then. <laughs> I feel like I've grown. Yeah, uh, probably sometime before we should get we're XP done with for character development. What this season is, yeah. I have a housekeeping question. Mm-hmm. How do you get your white so white? Um, actually, plain. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not doing your Billy Mays with this migraine. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, but OxyClean, if you want to get at us, <laughs> <laughs> we will gladly uh, pedal OxyClean. The discerning adventurer chooses OxyClean to get those weird blood stains. <laughs> to get, beho- yeah, out to of get beholder goo out of their underpants. <laughs> oh. Did and we're back. Un- so whatever say, that conversation did, did was before we were recording. I suppose if Flex Seal can do a deal with JonTron, anything's possible. <laughs> uh, All right. I have one more housekeeping thing. Kira, 
as you were uh, you're dead no sorry <laughs> you were getting <laughs> all of uh your rations together here in town i assume every time you guys go to town like you get yes. new rations and things so um, Obsessively. You were able to do that here, and you were rotating them and organizing them. You found something in your bag, and this is it. So it's up to you what you want to do with that. But it's a billion dollars. Yes, it's absolutely worthless. Is this in English? Because this looks like it might be Chinese characters. It's in common. I write in common. I don't write in English. Are you sure? So some people can't read that. I, I can read it for you if you need me to. Here's your secret piece of parchment. Here, let me read it out loud for you. <laughs> Pause while I read this. You guys can continue if you wish. Okay. We go on a quest to find somebody who can decipher the secret paper, but in <laughs> real life. And we're, so the next thing you were getting ready to do was to uh, head out on the Sporigan Trail. I'm already on the boat. <laughs> it's a wagon, but okay. The boat wagon. The baggin. Um the They told you that a few wagons uh, had gone to Old Spore City, uh, and they hadn't come back. Generally, they go up the high road uh, to get there. They're pulled by oxen, and then they take kind of this minecart roller coaster type uh, deal back where they put the oxen inside the uh, water wagon after it's emptied. Um, and you guys made the joke about how big the auction's eyes would be as they peeked out the little hole on, on their way down. But the last three expeditions that they sent there with water haven't made it back. So one thing they're worried about is that none of the water, first of all, maybe none of it has made it up to Old Spore City. And all the water there is corrupted. So they're a little concerned about that. But they're not sure if the wagons have... Uh, or the expeditions have been attacked or whatever's happened to them on the way there or on the way back. And where are we now that is sending the water? Uh, you are in New Spore City. Ah. Where the rocks are green and the shrooms are gritty. I was going to say, <laughs> where dreams are made of. Uh, so uh, you meet up with two Usine. These are the medium-sized spore folk who just can speak telepathically. Uh, and only if you link to them by breathing in their spores. That's why you so, have a headache. So none of you have... Uh, Which I'd rather not do, personally. Uh, ...linked up with these guys. But they have two wagons rigged up, and each of the wagon is hooked up to two oxen. Um, so one of them is, is driving each wagon, basically. <sighs> I miss Umu. He wasn't afraid to inhale anything. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Eager, even. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, They have some faintly glowing blue luminescent lanterns of some sort that are on poles that stretch out maybe a foot in front of the oxen, but they don't really shine a whole lot of light. Uh, One wagon is sloshing audibly as it kind of moves forward a little bit, and the other is full of, uh, looks like maybe silage or hay or some basically food for the oxen uh, along the way. So they have one wagon. Uh, basically of the fresh water that they're bringing and the other of, of food. As you you guys ready to set off on the road, or is there anything else you wanted to accomplish or do before you left? Is there anything you want us to do? Would it be um, beneficial to maybe bring along some more food and water along the way? 
I've got this big floating disc I can make up here sometimes if I concentrate a little bit. Maybe we can carry more supplies. Anyone? What you thinking? Can't don't, hurt. Don't you have to refresh that spell like every 20 minutes? It's like an hour or something. But if I take 10 minutes, I could just ritualize it, you know? I'm sitting there digging through my pack. And I'm reading <laughs> a piece of paper. And, oh, Kalman Coggles gave me a Revivify scroll. So if any of us dies, go through my pack and pull it out. Oh, Don't pull out the Dougley scroll. That stupid Revivify, Revivify scroll. What do you have against the Revivify scroll? Do you want to die forever? We don't have to use it on you if you don't, like, just tell us no. right now. We'll save it for a real emergency. No, it's just... I mean, look at your hit points. Let's just do the math here. All right, fine. We don't need to talk about it anymore, I guess, because, you know, all in the past, right? Past doesn't matter. All right, so what do you think? Should I cast this spell? <laughs> okay. Yes, no? No. Okay. I think the extra provisions could help. All right, extra provisions could help. What do you think, Kira? Oh, wait, hold on. She's going to take 10 years to decide. All right. <laughs> I'm the only one laughing. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what makes it funnier is to draw attention to that. All right. We could ask the people here. All right. How do you want me to do that? You want me to fart? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled it in two. And my fart check, right? I just want to say that, like, speaking isn't the <laughs> that's only that's way really to communicate. Or like, a, or like a very minor. <laughs> I think it's a shark. <laughs> what did you roll? A two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oops. <laughs> Good thing he's wearing chaps. You're about half an hour late setting out as the grease wizard uses OxyClean to get those stains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, after that's over, I'm just going to go ahead and get in the cart and shut up. Okay, so the Five minutes later. The cart's set out pretty slowly. You can see that there's a lot of strain, at least in the front wagon, to get the, the water cart moving. Once it gets going, though, the oxen set. Not really a, a, a brisk pace, something that you could keep up with just by walking. Um, as you set off and you just sort of see the new spore city slowly fading uh, behind you. You just hear a, a voice call down uh, from the tunnel. It sounds like Umu who says, uh, how does Umu sound again? It sounds kind of like Barney. <laughs> I was they thinking... asked me to warn you to beware of dysentery. Good luck. Be nice. Oh, no. And right. off you go. Oh, boy. So you set off along the, the Sporygon Trail in the Underdark, and a couple of things become immediately apparent. One, it's dark. Uh, the blue lights in front of the wagons are little more than, like, a glow stick bracelet here in the darkness. Uh, and you can't see past about the 60 feet of dark vision that most of you have. Is um, 120. 120, okay. 120? Are you using any additional... Light sources, or are you just kind of? I could pull out Fresnel. Yes. Okay. Bring out the boy. Is that a class feature? That's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my Eldritch invocations. Ooh. Oh, He's going to turn to the dark side literally any minute. 
So what is Fresnel? He's just shining. Does that take any of his charges to do? I don't remember. I don't think so. I'm skimming through. Okay. So you've got Fresnel blasting down the... Fresnel's just blasting it. On the way. Even with the the light of Fresnel, things here look pretty lifeless, gray, and repetitive. Uh, It's got kind of a sulfurous smell down here, which actually is... Uh, you get a little bit of relief from that, actually from the silage uh, and the second wagon, which smells a little bit bitter, but at least it was once alive. It smells like most things down here have, could never have said that. Um, I don't know what that word means. Silage, you mean? Yes. It's just basically like a fermented... Uh, Packed winter food. Yeah. I had to Google it when he Grain said it the first time. Hay and stuff that they've fermented for animals to eat <laughs> in the winter. Because I thought it meant poop. No. no they, they don't eat that. <laughs> yes. These oxen live on sewage. It's it's their favorite thing mm, to eat. Mm, mm. Um, I believe it does take a charge. Well, that's the spore people. So there's uh, not very much remarkable in terms of like landmarks. There's an occasional uh, adjacent tunnel. Um and there's something unquantifiable about the darkness and about knowing that you're leaving light behind you uh, that is extremely significant and different on a psychological level. You can feel the darkness for the first time starting to sink into your chest, feeling almost like you're breathing in something thick and vaguely toxic in some sort of swamp. Um, it gives you a feeling of uh, un- uneasiness. Maybe you're a little bit more on alert or paranoid than you would usually be. Uh, and this is much different than on the path between the light water uh, and the glowing new spore city. As long as we're talking about darkness, is did Hama go with us? Yes, she's with you. Um, her and Malkovich. Hannah. How, well, how, what? Hannah. Oh, okay. Um, it also doesn't help Can that... Can you spell her name? I spell like, it like... Like the henna tattoo, H-E-N-N-A. Oh, okay. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> Hannah. Hanukkah. It was in the spirit of the season. Um, the the other <laughs> Memorial Day. Yes. <laughs> uh, the other thing that you notice is that a lot of the places you go are claustrophobically close, um, except where the path occasionally makes use of the natural caverns that it intercepts. Most of it is made just to squeeze the wagons through. So there's basically no more than a foot of clearance on any side at most times or uh, above it. So it's pretty difficult to see ahead uh, or behind, um, depending on where you are in the marching order. So for the sake of knowing where everybody is during these tight squeezes, how are you generally proceeding? Like Kira on the front. Okay. And she's starting to think about inhaling some spores so that she can talk with these mushroom people so she can hopefully see more what they can see. Okay. Uh, You can do that if you'd like. Yeah. All right. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw as you do that. Bummer. 13 plus stuff. And the stuffs are two. Okay. So 15. 15 Pretty good. So, yeah, you've made the connection to the front driver, um, breathed in some of those spores, and you've been able to telepathically communicate, and you will be able to telepathically communicate with him. Oh, bloody hell, learn a new language. I'll try that. Okay. 
14 plus 3. Yeah. So same, same deal. You're linked up, I'll say, to the one on the back wagon then? or How many oh, wagons so are there? Oh, so it only does one. Like, I can't link... I don't know Sporian now. No, it's actually... It builds a connection between you and that individual. All right, sure. I'll they share some, spores. Any connection I can get. They share spores with each other, and that's how they communicate with each other. There's no language, and they can't speak audibly. That's beautiful. How many wagons are there? I'd rather Two. not, personally. Okay. Yeah, I'll be with the back guy. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to talk to Zev. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are Zev and Aaron in the border? I think it makes sense for Zev to be in the back. Yeah, I was going to... very s- back. To like, behind all like the wagons. Like guard. Okay. I was going to say back-ish, but also probably, like, doing a lot of pacing back and forth and sitting down and then being super ADHD and switching <laughs> okay. places. And So, all right. You're back uh, behind the, the silage wagon, pretty much, uh, watching your step as you're also behind both teams of oxen uh, as you proceed through the tunnels. I think Hannah would probably be ranging up in the front as well to put give an extra eye out uh, in that direction. If anything changes in the strategy of where you want to be as you go through any of these tunnels throughout the course of the trail, because this is something, uh, there's going to be a lot of this area where it's pretty tight, just let me know, but otherwise we'll just assume that's where you are. I've pretty well assumed I'm sitting next to the spore driver. Okay. Um, so you travel for a while, and, and for those of you that are walking, it seems like uh, your legs are indicating it's been like a full day of of walking uh, for Aaron again, back and forth between sitting on the edge of the silage wagon, getting bored, jogging in place, maybe doing little circles around Zev. I don't know <laughs> what your deal is. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, okay. What's your deal, man? <laughs> I'm bored. Are we there yet? Mom. <laughs> Uh, I need to go potty. You make it to one of the... After walking next to a sloshing water wagon, I'm pretty sure we all do. Yeah, you're sitting on that water wagon. Um, You make it to one of the openings where the trail seems to meet a natural cavern. Um, At one of them, the Usine had stopped for half an hour or so, and they fed and watered the oxen out of the uh, supplies that they had, and they switched them from one wagon to another to kind of... uh, give the ones who were pulling the water a little break and and give them the lighter load. Um, But now in this next chamber, after your full day of traveling, uh, it's about a 40-foot round chamber, and it has a railway siding uh, that splits off of the main rail, and they take that to sort of just wait it out, it looks like. Uh, The Usine, since you're connected to them, tell you their plan is to set a makeshift camp, let the uh, animals rest for the evening. Um, and they're saying this despite the fact that as you look around, you can see remnants of some uh, oxen bones and things in this area. Uh, I indicate some of the bones and say, is it safe? How much of a watch do we need? Um, they say sometimes uh, cave dragons come through this area. Dragons? Would I guess you would oh, yeah, be no, relating it? She'd but, have to say it. Never mind. Dragons. Cave dragons. They said they don't really care too much about spores, but they they will eat fleshies, uh, particularly oxen, is is one of their favorite things to eat. 
uh, a lot of times... Kira's now pinching I herself to see thoughts, how fleshy she may be considered. I'm not fleshy. this. You, you look like you might be fleshy enough. How about Clippy? Is he fleshy? No, Nothing he's to eat Clippy. Mm. <laughs> Nothing ever. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the devil, let's um, go ahead and feed him tonight. Gross. They do say that sometimes uh, on the trail they've sacrificed an oxen to the dragons to uh, just keep on moving. Um, but there's uh, everybody can roll a perception check, I guess. But I, I don't hear this, so do I still do Five, that? Five. You can, yeah. Unless it's hearing then at six. I'm putting this dice away. <laughs> Nat 20. Okay. Somebody is perceptive. Ten. Grease Wizard, you see, it doesn't look like anybody has just given up an oxen. It looks like you see the remnants pulled over into a small alcove beside this area. Uh, of an entire expedition, maybe. It looks like a couple of busted-up wagons, a big puddle of water uh, on the ground, multiple sets of oxen bones, drag marks where other things have been drug away. Hold on. All of this and none of the rest of us notice it? I rolled a two. No, it it's was, dark. It was in one of the little alcoves adjacent mm-hmm. to this uh, chamber. Okay. All right, everyone, look over there. And I relay all the information that I just learned to them. Okay. Kira is now on edge, as if she wasn't before. Yeah. Do we have any more grenades, or did Dern take those too? I have one. Dern just used them all. <laughs> <laughs> you have a grenade? He I took have one grenade. from me. Oh. And I believe I also have some freezing arrows too. Do you think maybe we should blow up the entrance to the cave? No. Yeah, that seems like a good way to fly under the radar. And then how would we go back through? Well, it's a different it, cave. Yeah, it doesn't look like the the way these things have been drug out. Uh, it looks like it's through a side, smaller alcove that the rails don't follow. Fresnel points at it, and we see any back to the cave, please? Yes. To that? Yes. No, it, it's a long, dark tunnel uh, winding out of sight. I mean, I'm not a strategic genius, but I feel like blowing up the cave might uh, cause more problems than it solves, perhaps. Maybe. Well, that's what you think. Are you still whispering? (laughs) Yes. Because the other guy, they don't understand us. Like, they don't speak any language. Right. So you don't need to whisper. I was whispering in case any monster heard us or anything. Just trying to be a little quiet. I guess that's... You want me to shout? I, I think mean, these oxen are pretty loud as it is. And they would have smelled you already, so... But when I shouted, my ring does work. If you want it to work. Oh, it's not just whenever I shout? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I don't want it to work. Okay. <laughs> I was hating you very strongly for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I still like you. <laughs> Except for Clippy. All right. Well, hello, spore people. Um, spore, spore. Usene. We are the Usene. All right. What's your name, buddy? I am the Usene. No, stupid. What's your that? That was in common, so you didn't hear that. <laughs> What's your Sporian name? We have no names. All right. You're going to be Sporio. I just gave it to you. Wonderful. All right, Sporio. <laughs> Double stuff, Sporio. <laughs> Sporio, listen, 
do you think maybe we should keep on going because of these dragging marks or whatever? Um, I'm fine with keeping on. We could proceed, but the next area of rest is not for more than six hours travel. And the I, if the oxen make it, we'll be fine. But if they get stuck in one of the... It's a long, basically tight stretch. He kind of sends you a picture of the trail. Oh. Um, uh, so if something were to happen and they were to become exhausted, we could get stuck. All right. Well, it's just wait here then. How long should they, how long do they need rest for? The usual, uh, the usual way that they go along this trail is they wait here for like a long rest, but any amount of rest would be better than no amount of rest. He says, well, all right. So, I'll, I'm going to get Fresnel, and we're going to sit looking down that tunnel Okay. for eight hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to skip a rest? You don't want to do shifts, or? No. Yeah, I'll skip a rest. Why? I'll, I'll rest on the wagon. Okay. Um, How tall is this tunnel? Um, Fireball. It's about... Right where it uh, joins here, it's probably about 12 feet tall, um, but it looks like it gets a little narrower up ahead. Okay. Or a little shorter. I just didn't know if, like, it would be a tight fit for Ari. Nope. Nope. Pretty big. Grease Wizard does not like the idea of dragons as well. At all. After... The last experience he had with them. Mm-hmm. I'm handing you the Fresnel paper. He regained all of his charges, but I'm assuming you lit him up again at dawn. Yeah. We're just kind of looking down, watching together, sharing okay. stories. Uh, so you also have done your clippy before that? Mm-hmm. I would guess. All right, I need... Uh, is everybody else just resting, or what are what are you doing? I mean, I guess so. If he's going to take the whole watch, okay, rest. Sure. All right. Um, I need everybody to make wisdom saving throws, please. We are going to die. Natural Ooh. one. Oh, boy. 16. oh, good. And I'm sure your wisdom score is very high. <laughs> Nineteen. That. I'm sorry. Was it just wisdom? Wisdom save. Eight. Okay. Uh, Aaron, oh, I'm proficient. Sorry. Four. <laughs> it's still a one. Uh, Aaron and Zev, uh, you have suffered a point of uh, dark influence uh, from your time here in the Underdark. Uh, You're turning evil. Being on this path uh, in, in this direction now that you're not between two points of light, uh, you have felt this sinking feeling inside of your chest and now it's sort of moved down into your stomach, making you feel queasy. That's about where you are at this point. Does that affect us in any way, shape, or form, like on stats-wise? Not right now, but you can sort of feel this just ick seeping into you. Uh, yeah, spiritual, wizard, <laughs> spiritual darkness makes Aaron gassy. <laughs> I need you to roll a constitution saving throw since you stood up all night. Uh, 16. Okay. You've 
pretty tired, and you obviously didn't get any spells or anything back, but I don't... I, don't, I didn't use you any. You had just rested, so um, you're tired. You kept a close watch along that ridge until about dawn when you did see something uh, start moving toward you. What? After uh, a bit of a rest. Um, make <sighs> a perception check. Nine. Uh, it looks like something uh, slithering oh. across oh. the bottom of the floor. And All right. Just get a peek of it, and then uh, it moves into a shadow. All right. Come out. Uh, I'm using my ring at this point. Okay. Come out, being peaceful, or you're going to get blasted. Not like flavor blasted, like chips, <laughs> but like chips, right? Look, um, what are you talking? What? It's another worldly thing. Um, flavor. Uh, all right, clear up. You messed it all up. And this is all over the ring. As you're flavor blasting <laughs> this uh, creature from above, where you didn't see it, a actual uh, creature head stealthed along the top of the ceiling as uh come crashing down basically on top of you you just basically see a ball of this like translucent skin uh that's about all you can kind of see because it's just smashing into you you can't really see its shape and your perception wasn't uh, very good there so because he got my attention can i be looking over there oh you guys would have woke up yeah use the ring we would shout for sure um, that was my hope. But this happens before you're ready this one round. Um, that's fair. So that's a nat 20 to Achi start off machi. the, start off the encounter. Uh, so it's going to bite. Should we roll initiative? I was, we will in a moment. I was trying uh, to roll perception. 11 points of damage. Well, bites aren't real. <laughs> okay. And that's that a crit fail. Uh, bites so, are bites real. are very real. <laughs> this isn't happening! Ah! <laughs> it's totally happening. Uh, Your ring's like, I felt it. I felt that one. <laughs> um, Alright, so you were rolling a perception check as you woke up, Kira? Yes. You see this thing just as it's uh, kind of separating itself from the ceiling. Uh, it's got, it's kind of like a salamander head. Uh, toward the front with a long snake-like body with way too many ribs and about ten short clawed legs. Uh, it's got no eyes. Um, again, like translu- uh, translucent skin. And it Is you it- see it just come crashing down, mouth first, onto the little gnome uh, and bite it. With that 20 perception check, you could also see it looks like there are two smaller creatures uh, slithering up through the tunnel. Is it slimy? It's very slimy. All right, now we can roll initiative. Uh, 16. S- 17. 14. All right, hold on a sec. Zev? 14. Kira? 10. Aaron? 16. GW? 17. Oh, yeah, I need Henna. Good job, Henna. Aww. 
That's a three. Aww. Ha ha ha. This is really good for audio. Yay. <laughs> yeah, we are clipping uh, clip uh, clothespins onto the initial. We are tracker. clipping clips. We're clipping clips onto the clip clipper. Clippy. No. This is Date Night, the tabletop role playing podcast with me, Amy. If you want to learn more about the show, ways to listen, how to get bonus content, and where you can see art and maps, check out our website at datenightpodcast.com. You can also find ways to support the show there, like becoming a premium listener, buying us a pizza for game night, or sponsoring an episode and having your own message read on the show. Click the Sponsor or Donate tab to find out more. As always, we appreciate your support in any way from subscribing, sharing, sponsoring, or listening. Now, let's get back to the story. So where did this thing bite me? Uh, it was coming down from the ceiling, so probably like collarbone area. Mm. Uh, big maw, so it was only like half of its mouth that got around you. Luckily, it didn't get over your, your head. But yeah. It, it was big enough that it maybe could have. Uh, and then it crashed down on top of you. It's pretty heavy, but because it wasn't directly on you, it didn't crumple you. So just give me a second. I'll write all these uh, things down. And I have Hannah. All right. So first up is one of the creatures that is actually still down in the tunnel. Uh, it makes a... It basically slithers... Uh, up out of the tunnel toward the grease wizard who's in the front and it catches the light of Fresnel and even with the kind of chaos going on in front of you you can see that this is much smaller than the other one and it doesn't have any of the legs like the other one has it's just sort of slithering along the ground like a snake but it does come out and it tries to make a bite against you Of course, there's one other one behind it that is a 13. Nope. All right. So it, it tries to make a bite, and you just kind of uh, move out of the way. It can't really... It's not really fast, uh, being that it's slithering along the ground. Uh, and you're definitely aware Have you ever of seen how those snake? bite feels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's your turn. All right. Yeah, I'm thunder waving. All right, yeah. You're pretty much... Just got two of these things right near you and none of your buddies, so... Yeah. Seems like a good move. Uh, I have to make what kind of saves? A constitution. Ooh, those are both bad. Uh, The best one's a nine? Nope. So they're both going to take full damage. 2d8. Five damage, but they get pushed ten feet away from me. Okay. And they do. So they get blasted. Back uh, towards that tunnel? Yeah, the young, the younger, smaller one gets blasted back toward the tunnel. The other one gets blasted, like, kind of up in the air and over to the side of you. And it's Aaron's turn. This is, I mean, this chamber is only about 40 feet in diameter, so this is all maybe happening 20 feet away from where you were asleep and heard a shout and then a thunder wave. Cool. Uh, are there stalactites? Um, no, this is one of the, uh, 
maybe back like in the alcove, but where this is, this is a siding that was carved out as a place for the um, mine carts to be able to pull over to the side. Oh, there. So this is not one of the natural uh, caverns. Ah. Uh, is there. What do you mean one of the mine carts? Like not one of the ones we're driving. Right. This was, they said that this was an old uh, mining rail that the wenches oh. used to pull uh, the mine carts up. Oh, okay. So that's the rail that your wagons have been on being pulled by the oxen. Is there any old mining stuff? Um, just make a quick, well, <laughs> yeah, you were here for a while before you went to sleep. So you would have probably noticed, uh, there were a couple of carts with some busted picks and stuff in them. Nothing too valuable. And a train signal. Uh, uh, Watch out, there's a train. <laughs> there's <laughs> currently a... Get off the track. There's a train with a oddly humanoid face barreling down the track Why right now. Why decide to go off now? Because this is like five years old and the batteries are bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, it's going away. And all of a sudden there's two, there's four, there's six, there's eight. Hauling, shunting. No... Whatever. I'm done. (laughs) Shunting trucks and hauling freight. It's been too long. And the ghost of the train passes by and then leaves down through another tunnel and we're all just momentarily confused. I forgot to put the environmental thing between the grease wizard and R and the train goes by. (laughs) (laughs) In between there on the initiative. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, I just, I wanted stalactites. So if we don't have that, then I guess. Then I guess you just have to use your normal attack. You have seen them throughout the Underdark, but not in this chamber. Samuel, I had a plan. I get it. I don't know if you get it or not. (laughs) I'm dumber than you probably assume I am. I want to hit it with my big axe. Okay. Which one? The younger, smaller one or the big one that fell down off the ceiling? The one that doesn't have legs. Okay. So you're going to basically run up. You'll put yourself between everybody else. And Everybody stand back. I <laughs> rolled a five. Okay. That is plus eight. So 13. Okay. So you rush up. You get between the grease wizard and the uh, the cavern hole or the alcove hole because that's where he pushed the one youngling back into. I really need to stop waking point. up like this. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you rub a little bit of sleep out of your eye and swing the axe a little haphazardly and miss. Okay. Uh, but I have another attack. You sure do. And I'm more awake now, so... <laughs> Slightly more awake. 19. Yeah, that one definitely hits. Okay. Um, and I'm going to pick up the correct die. That's a 12 on a d12. Very nice. Plus my... Plus five. 17 points of damage. And is that, that thing also is now your plus one dead? for the Politer Smiter? Yes. The, I, I okay. actually wrote that down on my character sheet. So 17? Yes. Wow. Nice. So that sinks way into it, and you hear this thing kind of uh, just gurgle a little bit from the hole that you created, and this green-looking gas starts kind of pouring Oh, no. Out of it. Um, is there anything else you want to do on your turn with... Cover my face. Okay. <laughs> you cover your face. Well, not my entire face. Like, pull my shirt over my, like, nose. Not... Yeah, you got your cape or something. You yeah, I don't around. even know. I don't All know right. what Arn wears. It's probably a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> no sleeves. We know that. <laughs> Zev, you are up. 
Okay, I want to hunger of Hadar right okay. to where it's where the edge of it comes right up to where Aaron is All right. on on that creepy thing. Gotcha. Hopefully, getting at least to the two in the front inside of it. Right. Yeah. The other ones the more in the chamber than Aaron is. The adult didn't get knocked back into the alcove. So. Oh, okay. But the two younger ones are over there. One is right at the entrance, and the other is charging quickly toward it. Okay. So, yeah, do that. Okay. And then, so the one, any of them that are in it. How big is it? It's a 20-foot radius. I think you'll get them both. Okay. Um, Any, there was, what was it? Any creature that starts its turn takes 2d6 cold. Any creature that ends its turn takes 2d6 acid, and so, it's difficult terrain. So not yet. When right. it comes back to their turn. Right, and then I want to use my movement to run up next to Aaron, sort of like holding the line. Gotcha. Okay, Aaron. so you see right in front of you where you had just chopped this thing, and you just pull the axe out in time as this, what can she see, just darkness, basically? Yeah, it's darkness, and it's 30 feet... Oh! What horrible, did I do? Horrible slurping <laughs> oh, noises. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and horrible slurping noises coming from down the cavern. Wait, do I get? I, do I still get slurping noises even though I'm an ally? Everybody hears the horrible slurping noises. <laughs> okay. You have to live with this now. <laughs> Kira, it's your turn. After a moment of absolutely disgust. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Oh, the two of you cut it out. I have to listen to this later. <laughs> So okay. There's darkness in front of the uh, opening. You're about 25 feet away from GW and the adult one of these things uh, that is actually inside the main chamber, probably about the same distance from, from the opening in the chamber, too, but you can't really see into it. Sorry, I think I may have just changed what I was going to do. All right, I'm going to Zephyr Strike Okay. at... The adult thingy salamander thing with extra ribs and ten arms. Gotcha. So you're going to cast your Zephyr Strike, run over there, and slash at it twice? Yes. Your first one, if you want it to be, is at advantage. Yep. 17 plus stuffs. Yep. That'd be plus six. Yep. All right. Is it below... Max health. It is. It got uh, hit by a thunder wave. Thunder wave. Well, that sucked. Okay, four plus three plus five. Twelve. It's not bad. Uh, so slash and dash uh, crashes into it, cuts off one of its multiple legs, and then. Oh, or I guess that's Aaron Neva is your yep, main hand. Aaron Neva. Yeah. And then another 17. That hits. And then I rolled... Oh, wait. Thank God. Wrong die. A six. Plus? Zero. Oh, offhand. But you get Colossus Slayer once a turn, is that right? I already applied that. Okay. But then second turn? Hmm? Second attack, I mean... No, that you don't get an extra attack for Zephyr Strike, do you? You get advantage on one attack. But don't I get an extra my second attack once I run up there and I can attack and then? Oh yeah, attack? you get one as a bonus action now. 
So you get one more attack with your main hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. 20, not net. Yep. That hits. Sorry, you haven't done much with your two Six. swords since you hit level five. No, I haven't. Six more damage? Yes. All right. So three quick slashes uh, all landing into this soft skin. That and I move away. Makes uh, spongy No opportunity attack because like. of Zephyr Strike. Right. How, so it's about 25 or 20 feet to get there, so you can get about 10 feet away from it. No, my movement speed is up to 30. Oh. You, Zephyr, because I move like the wind. Okay. You can get so back, I'm back to, where to I am. the other side of the cavern if you want. So you run in and run it back out really fast. Yep. All right. Um, one of the younger ones is starting its turn inside the darkness. Six plus five, 11. That's cold damage. 11 cold damage. And what is, does it need to do anything else or it's just too difficult terrain? Difficult terrain. And then if it ends its turn inside, it's going to take another 2d6 acid. This was the one in the back, so go ahead and roll the acid damage. Three and four, seven. Okay. The reason it takes acid damage is because of the horrible milky tendrils <laughs> that rub up against <laughs> it. Yep. So you got tendril on. This is the most cave salamander spell. action going on it's, right it's, now. It's, it's a very useful spell, but it's also got the most disturbing. Yeah, why very so, creepy. Why yeah. is I mean, I guess that's somebody's thing. (laughs) Why? Why do we always have to do this? I mean, that's probably... I think there's a lot of anime based on this very concept. (laughs) All right. The (laughs) the adult one... I'm hentying the salamander. (laughs) That's Uh, right. No! (laughs) Hentai of Hadar. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm just blocking things out at this point. Or hunger of hentai. They're both terrible. (laughs) They're both bad. No! (laughs) And they both apply to Sam's slurping noises. And we're back. The adult casts poison spray at Aaron and Zev, who are nearby each other. Um, Is that the one that started its turn in the... No, this is the grown-up one. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, 15-foot cone, so it's going to get the two of you... um, I need you to make constitution saving throws, please. Everyone? Finally. No, Aaron okay. and Zev. 17. 16. Sorry, 20. All right, both of those. Still 16. Pass, so you will take half damage. Which is good because those are high. 12, 19. It would have been 20, so you take 10 poison damage. And that ends its turn. Uh, Hannah, so did it ends its turn. Let me roll. Did it? No, move? that's not in the area. The two young ones are in the area. Oh, okay. okay this sorry. one's in the main chamber with you guys, so sorry. it's behind you when it casts that spray. Um, Hannah's going to make an attack with her crossbow at the adult and miss. She sends uh-huh. Malkovich in. What? To make She's a, on our team. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> She's the other ranger. <laughs> Jealous much. Uh, Malkovich makes a 25-foot leap straight on top of this thing onto the ground uh, and tries to make a bite attack against it. And does. Deals. Eight points of slashing damage to it. 
and you see some green uh, blech. Blech, yeah, start coming out of that thing as well. All right, the other young one that has been hit quite a bit is starting its turn now. Eleven. Okay. Can you hear anything that's going on in there? You can hear horrible slurping noises. <laughs> well, then I guess you could hear what if any of those things made any noise, too. You do hear kind of a, a roar that gets kind of cut off in the middle of itself. Sounds I like think one's down. Maybe one of down. <laughs> and, and what sound did the creature make? <laughs> All right. Uh, Grease Wizard, you're up. This thing is still right next to you. Uh, it got blasted back about 10 feet, I guess, from the Thunder Wave. So it's it's 10 feet away uh, up against the wall. It just threw poison spray at Arn and Zev. Uh, you think maybe one of the young ones is dead. You don't know about the other one, and it's just darkness in that direction. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Shatter Okay. on the adult one. Okay. He's in the clear. He's got some room around him, so uh, i got to make a... Constitution save. 13? Nope. Ooh, okay. Let me double check that. No, it's lower than your DC for sure. Okay, cool. That's 7 plus 8 plus 5. Okay. 20. You and just it's dead. Watch the, what's left of the adult just <laughs> up against the wall and its feet go flying across. Um, I do need you, since you're within 15 feet of it, I do need you to make a constitution save. Or be blessed. Not 20. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's the best thing you ever smelled. <laughs> He's getting a free facial. I actually, I actually start spinning around in slow motion <laughs> while music starts playing. It's like a shampoo commercial. I just, just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. That's a good one. A music box that I had been tinkering along the road starts mm-hmm. playing that. You don't get to do this. That's some retcon and a half. Right oh, you don't right. get to retcon that. With a nat 20? No. <laughs> Aaron, it's your turn unless you have a... Any bonus action or anything you need to do? No. So you just bloated it. it it's R and I'm turn. dancing as my bonus action. I, I love it. Uh, I, want, I have both something called reckless attacks and something called savage attacks, and I don't think I've ever used either of them. Wait, hang on a second. Who went? Never mind. The reckless attack means you can get advantage on an attack, and then other creatures will have advantage on you. Savage attack... Is something different? What is that? An orc thing? That's an orc thing. If you crit, you add one d to weapon damage. Oh well, whenever you crit, you <laughs> get to add an extra damage dice. Uh, Only a year in. An extra what? You know how you get usually get to roll double damage dice. So like, you usually get to roll two right now, two d twelve. You get to roll three d twelve when you crit. Huh? Huh? Might have been nice to know a year ago. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Well, kids, now it's just an upgrade that R and unlocked while she was... 12 for your weapon damage? No, when she crits, 2d12. Oh, oh, okay. Just it's uh, a d12. That would be fun. Okay, uh, I'm going to hit something with my axe. Okay, so it's with, in the what's darkness. The closest one? There's only one... You think only one left inside the darkness. You think. You can swing into the uh, hentai of Hadar... You'll just be at disadvantage to hit anything. Okay. 
Nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> well, a disadvantage. Six. Okay. Plus eight. So Fourteen. Uh, you feel it, like, graze against something, <gasps> but you don't on. think it cut in. I got a nat 20. That's <laughs> so unfair. We were just talking about that. <laughs> well, you get to do it again. It doesn't have, like, a tail or something I could grab and yank out or something. You'd have to go into the Hadar. I don't want to go into the Hadar. <laughs> then no. <laughs> okay, fine. Second attack. You can go in the Hadar. That's your call. <laughs> I s- it's everybody's personal choice. It, four. Plus no. eight. Twelve. Nope. Two. Kind of, I guess, hesitant at fully stepping in and taking the swing and it might be a little bit further in than that. Uh, Whatever. Zev, it's fine. It's your turn. Uh, I'm actually going to hold my action okay. in case anything pokes its head out. So if something pokes its head out, what gonna, action are I'm you gonna, holding? I'm going to hit it with the sword. Gotcha. Kira? Same. If, if it pokes its head out, she's going to hit it with my sword. Hit it with his sword. <laughs> or I still it. have Zephyr ready. So I'll dash up and... How long do you get the speed? Up to one minute. But when you make the attack, does it end? Or no? You move like the wind until the spell ends. Okay. Oh, that's once before. You get advantage on your attack roll. Once, yeah. And it deals an extra 1d8 force damage, which I already used. So isn't that the spell ending? Might not be. It, it says until you... the spell ends, your movement doesn't provoke uh, opportunity attacks. Right, but I'm saying when does the spell end? Point concentration it... one minute. Okay. Oh, okay, rock on. Good. So you can keep the speed. You won't be able to strike again as a Zephyr strike, or is it once per turn that you can strike? We might not need it now, but I'm just trying to figure out how the spell works. Anyway, you're holding it, right? Yeah. She's only had it for okay, a year. Okay, it's the young one's turn. Eight. Okay, you hear a similar, uh, yep, and you think, (laughs) you think the threat may have passed. All right. Please, can you take that thing down? Zev drops the hentai. (laughs) All right, as you, and then he really, he drops the spell. And his (laughs) mixtape. As, uh, as you do that, you can see that there are just two. They take acid and cold damage. Acid and cold damage. Yeah, they just look like they kind of shattered and melted uh, in that area to dead. Can I loot the old one, the adult, for anything what useful? What are you hoping to find? You exploded it. Uh, you exploded I mean, it. He picks up a claw. There's some claws yeah, that would have been on its feet. Give me those claws. Okay. You've you've got feet. You've got a couple, couple dozen cave dragon claws. I lean over to Zev and say, you get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) And they smell just as good as all that stuff that's splattered all over you right now. A couple dozen. You mean like 36, 48? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's go with... How much do they weigh, though? Doesn't matter. It does. 30. Pretty sure it does. 30 nice, claws. Nice try, but it does matter. How many, how much does it weigh? All 30 of them, maybe a pound. Boom. Bloop. What They're, are you going to do with 30 claws? It doesn't matter. What kind of microphone do you drop that makes a bloop sound? 
That's my question here. <laughs> That's mine too, so I know. Claws. He was dropping the claws. Oh, okay. Are there any left over? No, I got them all. Well, there was about 30 in total. Oh. Would that the survived the explosion? <laughs> <laughs> Would the horrible the dragon goose stuff that was like yummy? Give it a taste and everything, right? Would that damage my weapons if I were to dip it in? Um, make a hey Kira, Kira, Kira. I dare you to eat it. Ooh, do it. Eight. <laughs> you don't know. You cave of command. No, <laughs> I sneak into Aaron's cape of command. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. It's a dare. She has to do it. No, I don't. I'll do it. Damn you, me. Damn you me would to do, do it. it. You should put Clippy in it. No, you like it too much. <laughs> I'm not going to put Clippy in it. Would you put a baby in some dragon? Okay, goo? for the last time, your homunculus is not a baby. Well, it's the closest thing. That I'll ever have. Do you need to talk, bro? <laughs> no. Can't get too close. All right. Bedtime. Someone else keep watch. I didn't do a good enough job. Well, that was slowly becoming emo wizard. That was the long rest everybody else had had, so it's pretty much time to set back out. Oh, all right. Good night. So, wait, we, we get the effects of a long rest, or? Before I took this battle. Da- I took 10 damage. It would have been before this okay. battle. Gotcha. The so Zephyr Strike is just. Oh, go ahead. Zephyr Strike is just a permanent disengage, basically for ten turns. Okay. Yes, permanent for ten turns. I'm sleeping on the cart. I'm All hooking right. him on the cart. He's in the fermented hay. <laughs> Cozy. I, if I sit on the back of the cart and keep looking back, can I get like a short rest? Yeah, yeah, you but we take got a, short a long rest, rest on didn't the we? Cart. Yeah, yeah, but he took ten points of damage. And oh. I used a spell slot. Oh, can I do the same thing? Mm-hmm. I want those ten points back. Okay, I'm taking my long you rest. You have to roll hit dice to get him back on a short rest. But. Okay, that's fine. You get to roll whatever your hit dice is plus your Constitution modifier. Is okay, how much you well, get back. I lost ten points and I rolled like seventeen. So <laughs> okay. Does she get extra points? Nope. I uh, opened I up my great. bag. I feel freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> I open up my bag and I just kind of stick my lower half in it, keeping my like armpits yeah, like outside, a safe way to like sleep. using it like a little like a like a sleeping bag, and I go to sleep. Isn't okay. It cold inside the. I like it that way. <laughs> nice and. I don't think you know what sleeping bags do. <laughs> it's like an anti-sleeping bag. This is really strange. Don't judge me, Zev. It's, like it's like an exposure bag is really what it is. <laughs> Okey dokey. Is it comfy? Quick, slip no. him in it while he's asleep. <laughs> All right. I heard that. So after <laughs> traveling along, you, you go through that long stretch of uh, where it's very uh, tight in terms of the wagons barely fitting through. Um, and you get out. Being uh, in the front, have I taken Fresnel back? Sure. I don't know. So God, I had him. You make it uh, to He'll another place where they swap out the oxen again. Figure it's probably about halfway through the day's travel. Um, and they set off again uh, down the rails. 
after a little while, uh, in Fresnel's light, you catch a, a glimpse here of uh, some humanoids up ahead. Go ahead and roll a perception check. I didn't like this movie. I rolled a 19. Okay. So 21, 22. Uh, it looks like a ragged-looking group. Um, one is in the garb of a priest or a druid or, or something like that. It looks like a tabaxi. Uh, it's got a long, gnarled staff. Um, even at this distance, the way his cat eyes kind of reflect the light, you can only see one of them reflecting back at you. What kind of creature is this? Um, cat dude, person. Uh, uh, Usune, what is that? I, Are they friend or foe? I, I cannot tell what they are or who they are. Have I gotten my long rest yet? No. I call out to them. With okay, it's probably fine. been about four hours. With my bow and arrow. I'll just take a shot. Ready, rest but not John. Okay. Um, with him, with your perception check, you could see there's three others. Uh, they start kind of shambling, limping up toward you. Um, they look kind of pitiful. Uh, one's a heavy orc man in rags with deep sunken eyes. And he's got huge black shiners uh, underneath them that you can see as he gets into Fresnel's light. Um, and then there's a pair of wizened-looking uh, orcs, uh, male and female, both maybe in their 50s, which is pretty old for orcs. Um, they're in a pair of looks like really simple brown robes. they got stringy hair, uh, tangled and knotted, and their robes appear to be made of really poor quality rough fabric uh, cinched with fraying ropes. They're torn, dirty, um, and they're actually barefoot uh, as well. I tell Fresnel to focus his illumination on them, and then I tell them that they need to answer or we will attack. All right, so Why? Why are we being this aggressive? What have you said so far? I said, hi, basically, are you friend or foe? Okay. And then answer, or we will attack. And Fresnel is spotlighting on them. Uh, the tabaxi kind of holds a hand down to slow the others behind him. Uh, they stop moving. And he says, um, We think you will give us some water. Is he French? <laughs> French or German? You. <laughs> okay, where are we supposed what to be bringing this water? What language is speaking in? Common. Okay. I relate to the Usune what he said. Um, the Usune says, uh, this water's for um, Old Spore City. We don't know if they've been getting any of it. I repeat that to the Khajiit, not Khajiit. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What are these da, things called? Da, tabaxi. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, don't sue us. Please don't sue us. We're big fans. We love you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They will sue. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we get confused. <laughs> um, he takes a couple steps toward you. He says, we have been walking a long time. We, would, I, we are in need of some water. It looks like you have plenty to spare. This is a water wagon, is it not? This is for Old Spore City. 
do I hear this conversation from where I am? Or um, you would be able to hear it if you want to start making your way up there. You have some Please shimmying. Do. Yeah, I'm curious. I'll do some do. shimmying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll get out of my bag. Okay, I'm just going to keep a look behind us, just to all right rear guard. Sounds good. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and the sword. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know why all that right. is me. So you want some water, right? Is we are refugees from Silver's blessing. Why are you underground? Because there is blight above the ground. We have passed a fort not long back, but they are quarantined and would not let us in. We have had no water for two days. I take one of my bags and toss it to them. A water skin? Yes. I cast Minor Illusion and toss them another one. <laughs> Why? That's just mean. That, there's no oh reason. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so they pick up the one. one of those bags is poison, and one of those is water. You have <laughs> and to whichever one they touch you... disappears. <laughs> you have to ask one bag what it is, and then the other one will tell you the lie. You know, have you heard this one before? <laughs> whichever one they touch disappears. I pick him up by the ankles and just flip <laughs> him upside down. Then I lose my concentration, and it disappears. Because <laughs> he hits his head on the ceiling. They didn't even see the invisible bag <laughs> with that roll. They see the other one, um, and they just, maybe the other one they thought was a shadow in Fresnel's light. Um, you throw the bag? I toss one to them. Okay. I guess he's close enough. He catches it, and he says, Bless you. We will step aside so you may go by. Would you like a sausage? They're all gone. There's no way you still have sausage. sausage Every single time he says that, and there's no way. The sausages are gone, man. I think the sausages are are turned, at least at this point. God has spoken. Give up the sausages. They're turned. They still got them. <laughs> Yuck. It's not very good, but it's Why? something. Why would you keep You got about a quarter of a rotten sausage in the bottom of your bag as yeah. you fish around for Just it. Just throw it Toss away. It. I don't know. I wouldn't eat that if I were you. This feels wrong. It's probably we not will, good. It's old. But... We will stick to the rations that we have, but we appreciate the water. Zev just points back and tells him, follow the rail to... Um, which was this? I keep getting the old and the new yeah, I do mixed too. up. New Spore City new is spore, where you are. Tells them to follow spore, the real New Spore City. It's about a day away. Thank you. Okay. They step aside into uh, an alcove. And the Usine starts to move the wagon again. And I relate to them what's going on. Okay. Keep an eye on them, Zev. Can I climb on top of the wagon? Uh, in most of the areas you can. In a few places, it's pretty tight, but if you, like, lay down on it, you'd be all right. Zev just creepy stares at them. (laughs) 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 Okay, roll an intimidation check. Uh, 16. Okay. The tabaxi holds one finger to his good eye and then points the other one at you. Let's see the creepy look again. <laughs> he seems unfazed. Okay. All right. On the road again. Right. Okay. 
We hope you've enjoyed our date night together. Remember, you can really help us out by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. 